Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. And we are Fetters of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I am Jeremy, a.k.a. Jer Bear. I don't know. I was told at your house that I needed to own this name. The women love it. Yeah. We're going to call you L.L. Jer Bear. L.L. Jer Bear. Yeah, well, okay. Yes, we did a special screening of the movie Hatchet, which is what obviously we're covering. I mean, you clicked on it. I don't know why I always keep it a surprise. Like, you don't know when you click you on the episode You already know. You name. know going into this. Uh, yeah, so we, we did it live. We did a few of our segments. We did our recipe segment live. And, I mean, obviously, we'll intersperse that into the episode. But, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It, it was a lot of fun. I, I mean, I knew I loved this movie, but just sitting there watching it, having multiple beverages... Just a great time. It was an absolute great time. It's fun watching it with people that haven't watched it and, and seeing their reactions and hearing, yeah. like, you know, yeah, the comments. No, I agree. I wish I'd made notes of more of those comments so we'd have more feedback. Yeah, and I, well, I mean, I, did, I didn't get too much on Instagram. I, I think you got some on Twitter, though. Yeah, I mean, got a little bit. As but, per the usual. So let's just get into our tie-in recipes. This is a recipe for disaster. So we started off with the New Orleans Hurricane. I looked up the, not national drink, it's not the national drink, it's the state The, the drink? official drink of New Orleans is the Hurricane. So we made up a Hurricane. And then we threw away our Hurricane, and we <laughs> bought a Hurricane mix from the store. Well, Norm bought a Hurricane mix from the store on his way over, because the giant jug that we made it in, it broke and nobody wants to be drinking broken glass, although it no, smelled no. delicious. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. I mean, it sucked at the time because, you know, we have to like all clean that up. But like watching the video back, it was like do, 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 smash. And we're just like, oh, oh, man. <laughs> Mix it up. It's not, it's not a lot. It's not a lot of beverage there. I hope you guys aren't thirsty. Woo. OK, we've got a problem. That'll be, that'll be funny. So that'll be up on our YouTube so you can you can see that. Maybe we can play little clips here. So it's just it was funny. But then we bought the, the Bacardi Hurricane mix. Um, it was pretty sugary. I'm sure ours Very wasn't going to be as sugary. Probably going to be a lot rum heavier. But uh, yeah, that shit happens. Hurricane's not that bad. Thanks, Norm. You're welcome. I went to Cambridge, Savoners Market. Got us some alligator meat, little tenderloins, and I made some southern fried gator with some homemade Honey Island barbecue sauce. So good. So good. Uh, now, I've had alligator before, and I've always said that it tasted like a fishy chicken. I think I did it way better this time. It, it just tasted good. It was really good. Did you fry it last time or was it grilled? I just grilled it last time. I grilled it like I would have, like, you know, I rubbed it down just yeah. like I would do normal grilled chicken. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, frying it seems to be the way to go. Yeah. I, I, I picked off a couple, a few of those gator bits. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive. It's $21 a pound. So I only bought a pound just so everyone could try it. Um, yeah. All right. So hatchet. I need to get my spectacles. <laughs> just kidding it's just dark as fuck down here i need to put a flashlight on this all right when a group of tourists on a new orleans haunted swamp tour find themselves stranded in the wilderness their evening of fun and spooks turns into a horrific nightmare as they attempt to find a way out of the swamp they come across the crowley house the former home of victor crowley a hideously deformed boy killed in tragic circumstances it becomes apparent that the legend of Victor Crowley is much more than just a story. And soon the group find themselves hunted by a killer more hideous and terrifying than they could ever have imagined. 
Hatchet features an amazing cast of some of horror's best-known actors, Robert Englund, Freddy Krueger, Tony Todd, Candyman, and Kane Hodder, Jason from Friday the 13th, 7, 8, Jason Goes to Hell, the final chapter, and Jason X. Nefarious film says, makes hostiles' atrocities look like grazed knees and Chinese burns. Ooh. Yes. It's not a remake, it's not a sequel, and it's not based on a Japanese one. From Adam Green, Hatchet. Holliston's own Adam Green, about 15 minutes from where I am. Yes, you definitely have to add a little, Framingham sucks. Sample right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, big fan of Holliston. Big fan of the Hatchet series. It's a... Uh, if you're a big horror fan and you like those cheesy, campy slasher movies, this is a feel-good story for for the audience, not for any of the characters, not a single damn no. one. No, no, not at all. Uh, and, and the cast was fantastic. Like even like the lesser-known like people were just absolutely fantastic. In the, oh, in this oh yeah, movie. Stat, stat cast. It, it literally took both sides of of my cast note card. Can, can we also these people. Can, can we point out that Misty was the bitchy camper from Adam's Family Values? Uh, she was in both Adam's Family. She was the Girl Scout in the first one. Oh, She's that's like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it made with real lemons? Ba, 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 ba. How about I'll buy some lemonade if you buy some Girl Scout cookies? Are they made with real Girl Scouts? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I still love that. I'll play the victim all your life. <laughs> Yeah, really good. So, I mean, StackCast, like you said, it was literally my clue for everybody coming over is what the movie was. I was like, this is a movie that features both Freddy and Jason, but it's not Freddy versus Jason. No. Lauren guessed a few movies, and I threw in her extra hint that it also features Tony Todd. She guessed another movie. I was like, wow, I've never even heard of that movie, but no, you're not right. And she's like, it's Hatchet. I know it's Hatchet. So yeah, she was the only one that guessed she she made up some Louisiana crab dip. That was pretty good. I I'm not Ooh. a huge seafood guy, but I double dipped. I didn't double dip, that's rude. I just I meant I dipped more than <laughs> once. I was about to say that's gross. Costanza taught us all that that's not cool. Just because I grabbed myself a a little little bourbon at the store. Oh, is that an Evan Williams? It's an Evan Williams. So proud of you. Yeah. I'm not a big Jack fan anyway. Oh, Jack sucks. And Jack is from Tennessee. Well, I mean, this is from Kentucky, but. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not bourbon is what I'm saying. It, it says bourbon. No, Jack. Jack oh, Daniels okay. is a Tennessee mash. It's not a bourbon. Okay. But either way, before we get into this, cheers. Cheers, bro. Ooh. All right. Wash it down. Hatchet, 2006, Adam Green. Spoilers ahead. Was this was this his directorial debut, I believe? Um, mainstream, he did a movie stylized as Dunkin' Donuts called Coffee and Donuts. Gotcha. Which right. is basically the precursor to Holliston. He reworked the the story, and yeah, so gotcha. Not All available right. anywhere. Probably just in his living room somewhere. Yes. All right. So it opens up. You're in a swamp. You have a couple guys gator hunting. One of them, Robert England, and uh, his pissy whiny kid Ainsley. Yes. He did not look like an Ainsley to me, but apparently he is. He sounded like an Ainsley. <laughs> he kind of did. So yeah, the kid, he's got to take a piss. I can't do it when you're watching me, Dad. And his dad, well, his dad was <laughs> relentless. He's like, yeah, shut up, you queer. It's like, I hate when you call me queer, Dad. You're like, you can't do anything queer. Why can't you be more like your sister? <laughs> <laughs> 
So a gator comes out of the water, tries to bite his sack off in his words. And, uh, you know, so he's like, well, you pull over so I can go take a leak. So he, he pulls over, heads back to the boat. Now, they're in a little swamp boat. So yes. like by when you say pull over, like they like literally had to kind of go ashore. Yes. You just I just pull over right here. <laughs> so they had to. Uh, so he finishes taking a leak. He heads back to the boat and Pa, his dad, is uh, pretty fucked up and ripped apart. Yep. Yeah. So, so Ainsley, uh, he's he's running away, yelling. He thinks a gator did it. And uh, he's, so he's yelling for it and everything like that. But instead, he gets ripped in half. Yes. I do have to say, one of the best parts about this movie is that Adam Green had a no CGI rule. I mean, they used yeah. a little CGI to like afterwards yeah, get, to cut away cords, like cords. and like stuff yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see in the background, like camera equipment and whatnot. Yeah, but, but the special I, effects were practical and they were fucking awesome. Well, they, I mean, they got John, I don't know, I don't really, not really sure how to say his last name, but John Carl Buechler or something like that. Uh, he was the special effects guy from Friday the 13th Part 7. Yes. And I mean, this this guy knows his shit. He, he knows what he's doing. But yeah, he gets ripped in half and he's just on the ground. He's like, it hurts. <laughs> uh, enter the credits and Marilyn Manson's This Is The New Shit. Yeah. Pretty, Fucking. pretty cool opening. They kind of swim through the swamp and then we're up on Bourbon Street. It's mid Mardi Gras. There are beads flying. There's boobs everywhere. Beads. I literally I, I literally said Bourbon Street, Mardi Gras, drunk people and boobs and beads everywhere. Yes. That's an accurate description of the intro to our main cast. Well, yeah, so, two of them anyway. Yeah, well, two of them. Uh, ben, played by Joel David Moore. Marcus, by Dion Please Richmond. Please sit on my face. You know, for what was his name in Grandma's Boy? BD? Oh, I forget. He also played, I think, Owen in Dodgeball. Wicked funny guy. Oh, yeah, he fell in love with the, the Russian chick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dion Richmond, who most people would know from Not Another Teen Movie, where he's just here to come in and say, bling, bling. Uh, Adam Adam Green, our director, is in this opening shot. He's the one with the marijuana beads. Yes. Uh, we should also notice that Ben is wearing a Newbery Comics shirt. As well am I. I see. I custom made this myself. Because Newberry Comics only sells the black one. And I've got too many black t-shirts. It's true. Most of my shirts are black. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, it's fine, but when it's like 95 degrees out, that doesn't help. No, and it was 95 degrees today. Ben apparently has seen enough boobs for the day. That was a hilarious line right there. He's like, <laughs> haven't you guys seen enough boobs? And every single one of them just dead eyes. I'm like, you fucking kidding me, man? Yeah, he's not amused. Like he he want he's like, oh look, I I read about like this swamp tour. And he can I just say like real quick, I thought it was cool. And he goes, you know, our hotel room, it smells like balls. You puked six times yesterday. I don't even know that was possible. The guy that he's referring to, I think he was listed as like friend number three or some, you know, random number name. That's the cinematographer. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Everyone has a role, and I like that. Yeah, exactly. So he wants to take a swamp tour. Marcus is like, this is stupid. Like, I just want to hang around here and look at boobs and drink and stuff like that. And uh, he he's like, you know what? Uh, fine, I'll fucking go. So off they go to Reverend Zombie's voodoo shop. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Well, we briefly meet Reverend Zombie. Uh, he, he answers... Answers a door, but he doesn't do them anymore after he tells a horrifying story of a child who was scared. Who, like she was scared and slipped, hit his head, and sued for negligence. Cocksucker. So he does not do those anymore and to try Marie Laveau's. Which we'll find out in part two. He also owns. <laughs> uh, 
it was great, you know, awesome. I, I love the banter between Ben and Marcus throughout the whole movie. So basically, we come to the conclusion that you never bang itchy chicks. Everybody knows that. Uh, everybody should. PSA, don't bang itchy chicks. Uh, they finally make it to uh, Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo, which I kind of feel like down there, it, it it's kind of like a house of pizza. So th- there's just like houses of voodoo everywhere. Oh, yes, of course. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, we get Vomiting Girl outside this establishment. That's Sarah Elbert. If you've ever watched Holliston, you know her as the waitress. She's one of the producers. Nice. So inside Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo, uh, they are selling Victor Crowley shirts. As one would. As one typically would. Uh, there's some sc- kind of some screaming or moaning going on. There's a guy with his camcorder who's uh, filming like a Girls Gone Wild thing. And uh, so you have, I think we mentioned Misty and was it was it Jenna? Yes, Misty and Jenna. Misty was Mercedes McNabb and Jenna was played by Jolie Fior. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're doing like a Girls Gone Wild thing and out comes Sean, played by Perry Shen, who is, again hilarious oh great role he just comes out with that nolan's drawl i want i want everyone at home to count how many accents this guy goes through during the course (laughs) of this movie (laughs) i know uh comes out to greet ben and and marcus uh and of course like marcus goes hey can can you spot me for this he's like oh you don't have any money he's not because i ain't paying for this bullshit so they all end up on a bus? The scare bus. Yes, the scare bus. So, walking, so on this on this tour is going to be uh, Ben, Marcus, uh, the two girls, Sean is our tour guide, and we meet an older couple. Oh, we forgot uh, Mr. Uh, Doug. Doug Shapiro. Was Doug Shapiro, the who is Bill Murray's younger brother, Joel. You might recognize him from a ton of shit most recently as the dad from season one in shameless who met a grizzly end aha i never got into shameless oh you should okay i need a new show because i finished ozark so i need a show i would definitely suggest shameless all right it might have gone on a couple of seasons too many but fun fun ride veronica and kevin the reason we made it to the end. And Fiona. Sorry. We have an older couple in the front of the bus, um, played by Richard Reichel, I want to say his name is. He, you would know him from Office Space with his jump to conclusions map. Or Grounded for Life. Grounded for Life, yes. There's an early 2000s reference right there. I loved that show. That was a great show. So we have Ben, and he goes to the, basically, he goes to the back of the bus where he meets Mary Beth and has a wonderful conversation about complimenting her jacket. That was, that was a great pickup line there. That was great. Mary Beth Dunstan played by Tamara Feldman, who later changed her name. She dropped the T. So she's Amara Zaragoza. And then in the next two movies, she would turn into Daniel Harris. Next three. Ooh, spoiler alert. Sorry. That's fine. I mean, the guy who plays Sean is in all four movies, but I think he plays like three other people. He's technically a different person in every single movie. (laughs) He is. He's related, and then he's just a random guy who looks like them, and they turn it into a, oh, what do we just all look alike? (laughs) But he's like, no, that's not what I meant. And he's thinking, literally looked exactly like you, you know? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so... Yeah, this chick, like Mary Beth, doesn't. It seems like she doesn't really want to be there. Like she's just kind of like sitting there, off, off by herself. But yeah, the the bus bus takes off, and there's like some blazing saddles kind of music going on in like the background. They like blow through an intersection, so obviously he he can't drive. Right. Yeah, he almost runs over someone. Yeah. Who is also part of the crew, of course. Marcus is hitting on Jenna, and of course he's like smooth. You know, he's he's getting in there, and of course, like Ben is still like, 
making corny like conversation. Uh, so the older couple's talking to Doug, and this is like fucking hilarious. He goes, "Oh, I'm a I'm a producer." Say, "Oh, we got ourselves a director here." Oh, have you done any good movies? Oh, have you ever heard of Bayou Beavers? And of yeah. course, she's like, "No, yes." No. Well, yeah, yeah. So the guy, the guy's like, oh, yeah, like because he's heard of it. The wife says no. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no never, <laughs> never, no, never, no, never. No. Delete history. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then so they finally they make it to the boat and they all get out. And of course, it's like this like shitty boat. The scare boat. The scare boat. Yeah. Like, dude, that's your boat. And of course, Doug like keeps like filming like whatever he's filming, of course, Jim's like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, hey, who wants to be in the Halloween special? Yay, boobies. And off, so off of the distance, there's a dude in the swamp in a, in a, in a little boat. His name is Jack Cracker. Uh, he is yelling uh, because the swamp is closed. Sean seems to, you know, basically ignore him like, ah, don't you y'all worry about him. So Jack Cracker, played by John Buechler. He's Buchler, the special, like that. the special effects guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The dude, Sean, he just kind of dismisses him. He's like, "Oh, don't listen to him." War-. He's basically the crazy Ralph. <laughs> he is of this, you know, warning them not to go into the swamp. He's like, "Don't worry about him." He yells at everyone, and he drinks his own piss. And as a takeoff, <laughs> he proceeds to pull to out drink his own piss, some piss. So that brings us to a special recipe. This is a recipe for disaster. Any guesses as to what that is? I'm hoping it's not your own piss. <laughs> oh. As you can see, I'm a little dehydrated. It's a little darker than it should be. No, it's uh, iced tea and vodka. I just shook it up a lot so there'd be bubbles. See, <laughs> so yeah, on the back of the boat, it says, if you was on here... You'd be scared by now. So as a, you know, but yeah, as as you said, he's like, y'all going to die. And then proceeds to drink his own piss. Yes. He's like, yeah. mm. so they're, they're on their tour. Uh, Sean telling some horrible jokes along the way. And of course, like Jim and Shannon, his, his wife are coming back with like facts about whatever he's saying. Yeah. He, just like, he's like, oh, like, oh look, no. Look, yeah. Look at the ghost over there. Like, actually. That's swamp gas and blah 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 blah. And you're like, no, no. Why you come on this fucking tour anyway? I've got to. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Marcus Lee's like hating everything about what's going on. About as I believe he said it was about as fun as a bag of dicks. Yes. Yep. Uh, then he, they're like, "Oh, this is the Victor Crowley house over here." And then you know, Mary Beth is like, "It's not the house." Just going to point that out to you, not the house. And then uh, they pull over, like you said, the, there's some ghost lights over here on the Quaj Island, which was a nod to Kane Hodder's uh, home as a as a youth. I believe they yeah, so off of Hawaii, right? Or on Hawaii somewhere. In yeah, it's, it's on it's on Hawaii. So basically every movie he's in, they try to throw Quaj like in there somewhere. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And of course, you know, Marcus is like, dude, that's just some Mars gas. Like it, it, it ain't, it ain't no ghost. And of course, as he's, he looks over and he sees Jenna scratch her crotch. Yeah. And he kind of inches away like, oh, he's man. like, God damn it. Uh, Shannon, Jim's wife catches a glimpse of someone on the shore. He's like, ah, oh, like, did anyone see that? Of course, nobody did. Uh, ben is trying Again, with Mary Beth, as you know, as to like why he's like even there, he goes through the whole thing. I'm just like, oh, you know, I broke up with my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't seem to give a shit. I mean, seriously, you just met this person and they're just like, blah, 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 blah. And just like, yeah, who would give yeah. a shit? No, yeah, nobody gives a shit. Oh, uh, the boat gets stuck on some rocks. So, like, he just drives it into like some rocks and. It starts pouring like a motherfucker. The two chicks are like bitching at each other. This is like constant throughout the whole movie. Where Your nipples are stupid. 
the comebacks with each other are, are fucking great. I love the one later on. She's like, you, you know, the vibrator goes like inside your cooch, right? Yeah. Something about it doesn't go in your ear. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was funny at the time. It anyway. was much funnier when they delivered that line. This no, is true. No offense. <laughs> That's fine. So yeah, they're, they're it's pouring. They're stuck on rocks, and Shannon comes out with them. Well, this is a fine. How do you do? Uh, the boat's taking on some water, and of course, Jim's like, "Oh, if if we go up to that tree up there, like we can just walk onto the onto the shore." And of course, he's awkwardly trying to like do this as uh, Gator takes a bite out of his leg. Oh yeah. Big gator yeah. out of nowhere, like like Jaws in the chum scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Beth shoots the gator. They all, you know, find their way. Why does Janie have a gun? <laughs> Why does Janie have a gun? Uh, the boat sinks. Doug and Misty, like, as they're, they're trying to get over, they all, like, fall in. Doug almost gets, like, attacked by a gator. They finally get out. They f- get, a clear, get to a clearing where Jim is... On the ground, like his legs fucked up, and like you said, someone want to explain why Janie's got a gun. Sean confesses uh, that he's a fraud, and of course they're like, you know, I mean they kind of called him out first. So like, well, it's like, oh, you're bullshit, you're bullshit, and he's just he, he pulls out like the like the hardcore like Asian accent at this point. Yeah, I told you, I come back from Detroit. Yeah. Uh, is this part of the tour? Yeah, I sing boy every night. It's hilarious. <laughs> but he keeps slipping with the accent. Like he does. Like it's funny because before he broke out with the Asian accent, he would slip into it. And now he's slipping into his real, like normal Jersey accent. Yeah. Yeah. So um Mary Beth explains why she's there. She basically she's looking for her dad and her brother who uh who we saw at the beginning of the movie. And she's basically just looking for them because they disappeared. They never came back. And then, you know, she says, oh, we're in Victor Crowley's woods. And then proceeds to tell the story of Victor Crowley, who was born disfigured. And it's just been like him and his dad. And in this scene, his dad is played by Kane Hodder. You know, kids like teased him and it all like all that shit. Eventually, like later on, years down the road. Uh, they're just like, oh, let me just throw some firecrackers at your wood house, you know, while you're inside. Young Victor Crowley was played by Riley Vanderbilt, who was yeah. at the time married to Adam Green. Uh-huh. They put all that makeup on her. Yeah, and, it was all and, it was already molded to her face. Right? Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, might as well just. Play him at this point. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. So she goes through the whole story. So the house catches fire. He's trying to get out. His father's trying to, Victor's trying to get out. Her, his dad's trying to get in and he, he picks up a hatchet. He's banging down the door and accidentally. Hatchets, accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. Nice. Hatchets. Ah, Victor in the head. Well, that one wasn't a pun. That was just what happens. I know, but it's the name of the movie. So shut up. Ah, okay. I got you drink. So she told her family not to show up. Obviously, they did anyway. And, you know, of course, Sean's like, oh, he goes, I told you, oh, the house is over there. And she's like, no, that's not the fucking house. The fucking house is right there. And they're like right in front of the house. Where did that come from? <laughs> so, yeah, they're all pissed. And they're like, oh, like, why couldn't you just keep your stories to yourself? You know, instead of scaring everybody and everyone's just like, oh, great. Now this is all we're going to think about. Oh, I mean, good to be warned. I guess so. I mean, I thought she did her job. Uh, people are now pissed. Like I said, they pick up Jim. And they just start walking. And uh, she's, she asked Ben, she's like, hey, like, you know, stay close to me. As, you know, people are just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you know, all right, how far is the road from here? She's like, oh, just a few miles. And of course, they're like, what the fuck? Like, like a few miles? Like, Jesus Christ. And, uh... This is when they hear, like, a noise in the distance. Yeah, so we hear Victor yelling for his dad. Very deep voice. Loud. And uh, Shannon keeps walking against Mary Beth's advice, where she's like, oh, she's like, 
like, no, don't go near the house. Don't go near the house. She's like, that's okay. The good Lord, the Lord will protect. As Victor emerges to hack the fuck out of Jim. Oh my God. This was brutal. This is one of the best sequences probably in recent horror history. I would agree with you because, I mean, he is hacking the shit out of Jim's shoulder and it's his like neck hanging and- off like his arm and shoulder are hanging away from his body. And of course, like Shannon, you know, trying to protect her husband. She's like, oh, what are you doing? And then he proceeds to rip her face apart. Yeah, her jaw. I mean, grabs like like, like upper upper jaw, lower jaw, just pulls it apart like friggin' like Beetlejuice. Where and we get an awesome like three sixty view of it, and they did this practically, mind you. So I'm sure this yeah. was a long setup to get this shot. So, but they fucking milked it for all it was worth, and it was worth a lot because holy fuck. Yeah, this was a this was a great 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 shot uh mary beth pulls out a gun and shoots them and they take off uh they kind of regroup and uh, marcus is chilling in a tree (laughs) ain't no elephant man gonna kill me up here (laughs) jenna asks oh where's 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 doug where what happened to doug and of course cuts to him running like a little bitch which understandably i mean you just, just saw that. Like, do you want to like fumble around the woods with these assholes yelling at each other or just get the fuck out of there? I think I would want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, and it's, he got the fuck out of there. They coax Marcus down. He's like, God damn it. I'm supposed to be looking at some titties. I'm not even supposed to be here right now. And, and they kind of ask him, like, while you're up there, can you see where the city is? He's like, oh, I see the fucking city lights. It's that way. Very fucking far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then as he's trying to get down, he he comically you don't see it, but he comically like falls and probably hits like seven branches like on his way down. Yeah. <laughs> Victor catches up and uh with uh, with Doug and twists the motherfucker's head off. Oh yeah, another great kill. The kills that are on screen are all awesome. Oh, they they're amazing. Uh Marcus and now, Marcus kind of calls out Sean and calls him Jackie Tucker. Yeah. So, wow, what'd you, what'd you call me? He's, he's like, you, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, like, motherfucker, or like, what the hell he, like, called him? Oh, and some Emerald Lagasse, I think he called him, too. Yeah. He, he's like, I'm pretty sure I heard some Emerald Lagasse in there. And, of course, at this point, he drops the accent. Now he's talking kind of normal. And they proceed to kind of, like, beat the shit out of each other for, like, a second. Pull their pulled apart and then they find doug's camera and of course captain obvious misty pulls up and she's just just like this must mean that doug was nearby (laughs) and that's what like jenna's like oh really you do realize the vibrator goes inside your coochie not whatever whatever the fuck it is and um so they're going through his shit they realize his name is not doug shapiro it is sam barrett Ah, oh, he's not a producer. I can't believe this happened to me three times now. <laughs> I fell for this three times. And of course, you know, so, you know, Marcus is like, all right, like, do we anyone like else have some fucking like shit like here? Can can we get this out now? Anyone hiding anything? And of course, Jen is just like, I didn't go to NYU. I went to Hofstra. Which is Adam Green's alma mater. Yeah. And so she's crying about her woes like the whole time as Ben trips over Doug slash Sam and uh, Mary Beth hears a noise and it's Misty's uh, cell phone. I don't want to wait for this. Yeah, we got some Paula Cole right there, which I didn't think those cell phones like were able to do that back then. Like, could you load custom ringtones on those? Yeah, sure. This is 2006. Okay, I don't know. I didn't think you could do that back then. Okay, well, they did it. Shut up. Dude, I had custom, like, things on my pager. I remember having the Inspector Gadget fucking tone. (laughs) I think I remember that. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's the one. But anyway, uh, so basically, uh, they went around an entire circle, and they're back at Victor Crowley's house, and uh, Mary Beth heads towards the house with Ben. They're in, like, this shed with a lot of, like, trapped animals that are, like, stuck in, like, bear traps and shit. And uh, they're looking for weapons, and then she happens to stumble upon her dead father and brother. And apparently Misty's trying to call 911, and of course she's like, are you sure this is the right number? Like, is there a different area code? Not the brightest bulb. Yeah, she she played this role fantastically, actually. So behind the group in a bush, uh, there's like a noise, some rustling, stuff like that. What the fuck? God damn it. See, this is what happens when I don't type my notes out, like where I have it organized and shit like that. I actually have it in a notebook. I had to write everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't like writing. Uh, so, yeah, so they look to Marcus to check like check it out. And say, oh, sure, send the brother. And, of course, it's just a raccoon, followed by Victor Crowley and a belt sander to Jenna's face. Another great kill. Like this <laughs> Well, was, that wasn't this was, the actual kill, though. Now, okay, but this was the setup to the kill. And it was an amazing special effects moment. Yes, absolutely. Uh, of course, Sean gets his leg like smashed off by a shovel and then his head impaled, like his head, like, like cut off. Yeah, he was decapitated with the shovel. Yeah. And then Jenna is impaled on the handle of the shovel as he like picks her up and like drops her on the thing. And she and has like no down. bottom jaw or like yeah. fucking face. It's just like, oh, it's so cool. Uh, they get away, but Victor finds them and like stabs them with a pitch. He has a pitchfork in his hand, kind of stabs him real quick. And then he gets the idea. It's like, hey, like there were gas cans in there. Let's get the gas cans and we'll, you know, we'll dump gas on them. We'll light them on fire. Yeah. So his thing is, OK, you shot him. Like, obviously, we can hurt this dude. So let's fight. And they're like, OK. Because obviously, if you don't do anything, like he's just going to kill you anyway. So you might as well at least try. Yeah, because there are parts in, in this where Victor is one place and then all of a sudden he's somewhere else seemingly. So it's just like, okay, well, he's going to find us no matter where we are. This is his swamp. He knows it best. So yeah, it's fucking fight or flight. I'm fighting. Absolutely. So they get to the shed. Misty kind of stays behind or she's like kind of like on a lookout or something. And uh, Ben's going through the cans, trying to find one that has something in it, while Marcus is giving, giving like, the, the taunts. He's like, ah, stick my foot, like, up your fucking ass. And he's like... Yeah, he looks around <laughs> like he's all scared right after he says, like, your face look like you get attacked by wolverines in heat. <laughs> Hilarious. That, that dude is fucking funny as shit. He is. Uh, <laughs> so finally... So Ben finds a can with, with some gas in it, but then he gets hit in the head with Misty's head, followed by her torso. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She didn't uh, make Victor, it. No, she did not make it. And uh, she will not be in hatchet family values. <laughs> so Victor, he shows up to the shed and Mary Beth claws his head with like one of those like gardening things. Is it a trowel? trowel i guess i guess so it, was, it has like the fork like things but anyway and of course he's like ah what the fuck as ben's like dousing him with the gas and pretty cool badass scene where he you know he lights the zippo yeah and just you know, throws it at him and he goes up in flames we're like all right this is it They're like now, now historically kane hodder has been known to do these fire stunts Yes. He almost died doing one of these fire stunts. So every yes. time he does another fire stunt, it's pretty amazing. And this one was long. This one was long, but it wasn't the longest. I think Friday 7 had the like the longest at the time. This one might have gone longer. I'm not 100% sure, but... I, I don't know, but it, just knowing but, the... But the fact that he basically just got back on the horse, so to speak. Yeah. You know... Um, if you haven't read Kane Hodder's book, I suggest everyone do so. It is a fantastic read. Yeah, you let me borrow that. I think before we started this 
fucking podcast and it's still on my nightstand. I will get it just, to it. it. I will. It, it's honestly, but honestly, the whole, that whole story is like mind blowing because he should have died. Yeah. Yeah. The first, the first hospital I think he went to, like, like his treatment was so poor. It wasn't even like, it wasn't even funny, but anyway, we digress. So yeah, Ben lights him up. Uh, unfortunately, here comes the rain. You gotta be fucking kidding me! Which is a line that is spoken in every single sequel, and it's kind of a playoff of the thing. Right. When the dude's head it like turns into that spider thing, and like oh, you gotta be kid- fucking kidding. Yeah, but it buys him some time. So they're able to get away. They get to a cemetery. And uh, so they get to the cemetery, but Crowley seems to find them again. And there's a gate. They're like, oh, there's a gate. Let's go to the gate. Gate's locked. Of course. And of course. It's nighttime. It's closed. Victor (laughs) Victor catches up, lands on top of Ben, and drools in his mouth. Now, you say drool, but it looked... It looked like cum, dude. It was just like this thick, viscous, white, just like... It was so gross. And, uh, yeah, and grabs Marcus and rips his arms off, which was pretty cool. Well, first he starts squeezing him, and you can hear his bones crunching, and he's just like, run, run. So, of course, they're like, Sorry, bro. And they run and then they rip his arms off and just like the jet streams of blood shooting out from his shoulders was so awesome. But I, but I believe go. like right afterwards, like didn't he take the rest of his body and smash it on like like a headstone or something? Uh, against a crypt. Uh, a crypt. Oh, that's right. The crypt I of I didn't family know if it was a... green. Ah, that's right. Yes. Uh, and then the blood just went everywhere. It was like he was just a big bag of blood at that point. <laughs> yeah. A lot of blood just splashed on trees and headstones in this movie. Yeah, so and you know they they get away a little bit now. Ben is puking for real right here. Well, the first take was real. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, th- I thought the second take was real, but he had some AIDS. Oh yeah, they give him like orange juice and clam chowder. It's what cold a, clam what chowder. So okay, yeah. so maybe he ate that and then just puked it back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I th- yeah, because I don't think they wanted like fake vomit. Like he wanted him to actually like puke. Yeah, I'd read that on IMDb. They said, "Oh, we yeah. don't want any, you know, fake puke. I want it to look real." But what about what about Sarah at the beginning of the movie puking? Did they make her do cold clam chowder? I fucking doubt it. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I don't Joel know. Joel is a trooper. Yes. How did he see me? Sorry, watch Grandma's Boy. That's another funny-ass movie. How much the clothes cost in The Matrix? Joel should be uh, in more shit. He uh, really should techno, be. You don't like you don't like techno? You would if you had robot ears. <laughs> so He's so talented. So funny. But anyway, so yeah. So, and of course, like he's all upset. You know, his best friend was just like, you know, ripped apart. And uh, so Victor Crowley grabs like a pole post from like the gate and like throws like, you know, they get to like the river. And of course, like, no, we can't go in the river. He he like javelined it. Yeah, he javelined it, lands, like goes through Ben's foot. And this of course, like, really he's, cool. he's like running towards them. And of course, she's like, ah, it's like, oh, they turn like, you know, bend the thing down as it's like ripping his foot apart. As as they're getting not stampeded, but like right. charged he's like at. Ch- charged at and like you know, he's got the post like down and then like impales like his neck. Like Victor Crowley's apparently neck. Victor Crowley's supernatural. He can be all over the place, but he's still a fucking idiot. <laughs> Just runs right into it, impaling <laughs> himself. But the best part about this whole thing where they're, they're like, Oh, Jesus Christ, awesome. And then all of a sudden he just goes <laughs> Yeah, blood <laughs> vomit all up in Ben's face again. I'm like, that is awesome. Like, I could just see, like, you know, Adam Green's like, you know, it'd be fucking hilarious right now. Like, spit in his face. Yeah, more puke on him. <laughs> <laughs> I 
they find what they find her. I'm guessing that was her father's boat. Yep. So they get in the boat, and this was a very Friday the Thirteenth, Friday the Thirteenth, nineteen eighty vibe, where you had the nice, like the the soft music in the background. Oh, no, we're know, safe. We're we're safe. You know they're they're talking, and of course, like his foot is like royally fucked up, and um, you know they're rowing away. And of course, like she's getting all her emotions out and this and that. And like, oh, yay, they survived. Until Victor comes out of the water, grabs Mary Beth. And she's under, you know, you know, Ben's like scrambling, trying to grab her, trying to grab her. And it, Victor seamlessly disappears. And now she's caught in some like weeds or yeah, uh, tree know. branches or something. Yeah, it looked like roots. Yeah. I mean, it's a swamp. So there were roots everywhere, you know. Yeah, so all of a sudden you see, you know, Ben's hand comes down. You're like, all right, like Ben's reaching for him. You can tell so it's Ben's it. hand because he had all those cheesy fucking bracelets. The beads, yeah. She grabs his hand. She gets pulled up. Well, it's his, it's his arm, all right. It's not attached to him. No, Victor Crowley was going fishing. <laughs> but it was, his, it was his arm nonetheless. Of course, he's like, he's in the boat like. Oh, yeah, arm missing fucking. <laughs> And then that's basically how the movie ends. Credits. Uh, so when I first saw this movie, hated the ending. Now, I, was it until you saw Hatchet 2 that you liked the first one? Yes. So, okay. So I saw the first one a long time ago. I I think it was in like the, the cheap bin at Blockbuster. And I bought the DVD for like three bucks or whatever. And I really liked it. Like I, I was like, Newberry Comics? Holy shit. But yeah, the ending, it seemed like... They were doing an homage to Friday the 13th, but I feel like they should have ended it with her going in the water. Maybe started part two with the arm part. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see that. Because it just seemed too too rushed. Like you're in that false lull of security or whatever. And then, I mean, I was kind of expecting it when his arm goes in. Like he's still, he's got like a fist. It's not like his fingers aren't even extended. So I was like, what's up with his arm? And then, oh, yeah, now, that's now we true. Know it's up with his arm. But other than that, I would like to say that this movie is a wicked good time. That's the slogan of Newberry Comics. I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I know you're aware, but maybe everyone else isn't. I don't know how far Newberry Comics goes. I think it's just New England. I think so. No, I, I love this movie. I, I feel like I mean, I feel like this kind of rejuvenated Kane Hodder's career, too. He has been in a lot of stuff lately. I don't know how recent it is, but he did uh, BTK. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Dude, that movie's fucked. It is fucked, but it's amazing, though. It, it is. And it's creepy because that's kind of how it really was. The yes. family had no idea. Yeah. The, the, he had like a whole other like life that like they had no idea about. And then he's like, right, uh, did you know your grass is too, lo- too long? It's going to be there. He's got the fucking ruler and shit. Like. Wasn't he like, he was like heavily involved in like his church and stuff? Yeah, he was involved in the church. He was involved in like the HOA or whatever. Yeah. He was just basically the fucking guy that's the Debbie Downer of the neighborhood. (laughs) But so good. If yeah, if you, if you get a chance to see that one, so good. He's, he's done some really cool things that that aren't Friday the 13th. Right. All right. So what do you give in the movie? I'm going to give it. I'm going to give this one four. Four brains. Nice. Yeah, I'm going three and a half brains. I'm, I'm going four. Like, normally, like, I would go five, but like, like you said, kind of like the ending, I kind of wish it was ended on a different note. Yeah, it ends very abruptly. Now, obviously, you know there's going to be a sequel. And there was. Right. Um, I have to say, maybe part two would get me or get more brains. Uh, I really, I love this whole franchise. Yeah. Every single one is great in its in its own way, and they're they're, they're different. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. No, they they did a great job with it. So fun, so fun. Great kills, and I love that he went the the practical effect way. As I feel like a lot of the like slasher movies should. Oh hell yeah! Because when it's bad CGI, it kind of it just takes away. I was oh man, what was it earlier that I was watching? Oh, someone had posted a clip from the remake of nightmare on Elm street in the scene where the mom gets the cloth through the back of the head. Yep. 
awesome scene. It was it was cool and all. Like it was happened real fast and you weren't expecting it. But it just looked so fake. Yeah. Like the blood looked fake. I mean the claws. It just practical is the way to go. So I mean, obviously sharpen your razor claws and stab someone through the head. Obviously someone that does is not going to be in the sequel. Yeah. I agree. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get that there's things you can't practically do in, for certain movies, but like for, I'm sorry, for cheesy slashers, there's no reason to not go practical. Right. I mean, you could even do like this movie. It was very over the top. Oh, but 100%. It, but it works. Yes. It 100% worked. Okay, so feedback? Some feedback? Fan feedback. I got some likes. Okay, of course. Everyone likes shit. All right. Willie's Wonderlando. Love <laughs> the hatchet flicks. Is this episode live? And I responded saying that, you know, we were recording now and, you know, we did screen it live for people. When you posted the the picture the, <laughs> of the cover of hatchet with, with you <laughs> as Victor and me as the headless person <laughs> or just the head. The bodiless person, I guess. That's right. Old man Fergie, my boy Dan. Is this the actual poster? Spot on, boys. I love it. Lauren said, because uh, I asked, has anyone seen this movie? She goes, I have. You were both there. I love this movie. <laughs> it's fun with awesome kills and full of the love of slasher movies. Oh, then, duh. I was there. <laughs> she was. Uh, that brings us to our next segment, Horror Babe of the Month. Horror Babe of the Month. Yeah. All right. So we tried to do a crowd, not crowdfunded. That's not what I'm <laughs> Crowdfunded. <talking. laughs> we had everyone in the crowd vote. And mysteriously, everyone voted for someone different. We got a couple that we'd already done before. And then... I accused Lauren and Nick of both voting for her. But but apparently that wasn't the case. No, apparently my wife voted for Lauren twice somehow. I don't know how she got two ballots. Uh, so we took a suggestion from Lauren and she nominated Kate Beckinsale, who many of you will know from the great Adam Sandler movie Click. Very fair. What Very a true. great love story. And I'm seriously, grab your tissues if you're going to watch that movie. Don't fast forward through life. Enjoy every second. But seriously, I mean, she was also in Underworld. Underworld, I mean, yes. I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring that up. That that's funny that you mentioned that. I think there were a couple of them. Uh, there was like six. There's a, there. there's a lot of them. She was also in Haunted. That was a good one. Van Helsing. Well, that's right, Van Helsing. You know what? People shit on Van Helsing. I actually like that movie. I thought it was okay. But she was in it. But she was in uh, it. one of my favorite movies of hers that she was in vacancy with Luke Wilson. Oh, that's right. Yes. I believe I left it off my road trip tangent. Great movie. Not that it's horror related, but did, she was also in the total recall remake. Did, did you end up seeing that? Mm, uh, no, I don't think I did. Eh. Wait, who was, who was in it? Was that Colin? Colin Farrell. Farrell. Okay. Yeah. I did see it. No, I didn't. I didn't like it as much. As the I, I didn't. I didn't really. I, I feel like 80s. Well, I know. Actually, it was 1990. But like that era Schwarzenegger movie should not be remade. It was just. Uh, I don't want to say no movie should ever not be remade. OK, but, Total Recall should not have been remade. Well. Not that way. No, no, I guess I, I love I loved the original Total Recall. And I saw that movie way before I should have. I remember my uncle had it on Laserdisc and me and my <laughs> sister said, oh, yeah, mom lets us watch rated R movies. Sure. And he's like, OK, watch it. And my mom was pissed. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would say that the only thing that I was pretty like OK with in the remake was that they brought in like the three titted chick. Well, everyone was expecting three titties. As they should. Uh, Kate was also in Contraband. Not yep. a horror movie, but there was a that was a pretty cool movie. I did enjoy that one. Uh, the Disappointments Room. 
directed by DJ Caruso. Well, written by Caruso from a script by Wentworth Miller, like the dude from Prison Break. Holy shit, the same one. The same one. Very interesting. Yeah, so, Kate Beckinsale. Even if she is a vampire, that's cool with us. Cheers. Cheers? I'm going to drink your nip now. (laughs) That's mine? Sure. Uh, Unless you want it. Here you go. Uh, Yeah, save it for me. (laughs) Okay. Nice. So, I guess that wraps it up. We're coming to the close of the season. We've only have two months left, so we've got a few fun things planned, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wicked. It's going to be a wicked time. Dude, can you believe we're rolling into season four? I, I can't believe it. Back when this was just a stupid idea that we had on a Friday the 13th when we were trying to watch a movie, but we just cooked appetizers and drank too much uh, oh you mean when we we cooked basically like sausages steak tips and like no like whatever it was, it was uh chicken wings and potato skins oh that's right chicken wings potato skins we drank a case of beer and a bottle of scotch yes and then you said dude let's do a podcast and i went okay <laughs> that's almost <laughs> exactly how it went <laughs> essentially there was a little more idea to it yeah, there, there was definitely a little more idea to it but it was basically like okay yeah I'm in. i think i played like the the demo of the intro and i was like picture this <laughs> <laughs> dude that was a that was a great night that was a lot of fun it was fun this is fun this is fun every time we do this and i'm, I'm glad we do it i do and, and and honestly and i keep saying like even if nobody was listening to us i'd i'd still do it no, but people are listening and we appreciate every single one of you. Yes. If you want to reach do. out to us, fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com, drop us a line, tell us what you like, what you dislike, any ideas for an upcoming movie. We are actually stumped for our next movie, not stumped, but we just haven't thought about it yet. Um, maybe any upcoming tangents you want to see upcoming horror babes. We're coming up to Miss Halloween. We need yes, we got to start thinking about that. So we need horror babes, Miss Halloween. We have the Deddies coming up. Oh, that's a lot. That that's a lot to prepare for. Yeah, like I'm not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making notes all year, and still I'm just like, oh my god, it's too soon. How has a year gone by? Follow us at Fans of the Dead One on Twitter. Hit those likes. Not you don't subscribe there. You follow, follow us there. Follow, yeah, follow. Yeah, well, we're on Instagram, Fans of the Dead podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, Fans of the Dead. We're on the Prescribed Films podcast network, where you can check us out there at prescribedfilms.com. We have a Facebook page. Uh, we have a website. I already said the Facebook page. Yep. We have a website, fansofthedead.com, where you can check out all of our episodes. We can check out all of our YouTube videos. You can buy a T-shirt, grab some swag. Hell I yeah. do, hell yeah! I I do want to shout out uh, this podcaster who's been giving us a lot of love lately. Is the Gag Me with a Knife podcast? They've been promoting us on that their show in the last very painful. Yes, uh, they've been promoting us the last three or four weeks, and uh, I just want to give them a shout out too. They are fantastic. They just cover, they cover the whole slasher genre. Uh, they're just finishing up their back to school kind of segments where they did like a whole month worth of uh, school, school themed episodes. Their last one just came out last week was a uh, final exam, 1981. Check them out. Uh, they just did a Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective where they rank their favorites of the franchise. What's your favorite? Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. I've gone back and forth with this. I think ultimately three is my favorite, but two two is a a very close Ooh. second. Huh. I really enjoy two. Two's good. I would say bet- between one and three. Those those two are definitely my favorites. I mean, I think they struck those those three. I mean, I think they struck gold with. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I have a guilty pleasure for Freddy's Dead. 
Oh, Freddy's Dead is by far one of the silliest and funnest of of the like when he's got the power glove. Like I love that. <laughs> it's amazing uh, with Breck and Meyer. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. And and Johnny Depp cameo. Yeah, this that's right. Brain on drugs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, awesome. So definitely, stuff. definitely check them out. Okay. Yeah. So I think that just about does it. Thank you for listening. And as always, and as always, have fun. Be safe. Peace. I'm supposed to be here right now, man. Just to be looking at some titties, man. What's wrong with us? You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.